If you're an established woman in tech who is creating results and making an impact at work, so your workload and stress just keep growing, but promotions and salary bumps remain a distant dream, it's time for a change. Listen, we all know the tech industry has dramatically changed. It's time your career approach did too. You don't need cookie cutter programs or dusty advice from outdated playbooks because What works for tech bros won't work for you. You need individualized, bespoke support to build your brave career. One that reflects who you are as a woman in tech. I invite you to explore career coaching with me. Get all the details, including prices and client results at tricksteinbach.com. You can stress less work less, and earn more. You've already earned it. Let's make it happen. Welcome to the Celebrate Brave podcast. I'm Nicole Church Steinbach, your host and the international bravery coach for women in tech. I serve women all over the world to earn more money, create more opportunities, and thrive in the tech industry because tech needs all of us. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, brave people, and welcome to another amazing conversation with a fellow woman in tech. And y'all, I scream in this episode. You are going to hear me scream and get changed. I genuinely left this conversation different. I changed in this conversation. So you know it's a good one. All right. We are welcoming Marche Bryant Omozar. She is a woman in tech. Before that, She was in the civic space, the public space. She was in education. She was in the military. Y'all, I cannot even tell you the breadth of experience. The fact that Marche exists in our world tells us a couple of things. Number one, it's never too late. So you 30-year-olds who are out there saying it's too late for me to get into tech, false. Marche did it later. Number two, curiosity. Woo! Curiosity changes the perspective. And number three, and this is my massive aha. And I'm just going to tease it. (laughs) I'm not going to explain it. I'm going to tease it because I want you to hear her. How she changes my perspective, the voice, the tonality, the seriousness, the, well, of course-ness of her statement. So here's my tease. Sometimes the world has just got to catch up with you. There is so much goodness in this conversation. And what I hope you will take as an action after this, is the little tease I shared about letting the world catch up with you. And also, 
being so clear, so clear about your goal as Marche is in this conversation. Tell it to your dentist is part one of the Build Your Brave framework, and she lives it to a gorgeous, full, authentic, real way that I know I learned from as well. All right, here we go. Today, I get to share with you the wonderful Marche, who is joining us with one heck of a brave story. When I stumbled into the connection with Marche, it was so exciting and I knew I had to have her on here. I think that, girl, I think you are the first cold invite I've ever had, but I just had to share your story. So let's dive in now. <laughs> yeah. So what's the brave story that you want to share with us today? Thank you for that. I would say that my story really begins when I was born and raised out of St. Petersburg, Florida. Spent about 10 years in the Air Force, and I've just really moved around due to being a single parent of having to go through multiple career pivots. So with the military being one, then I worked as a government contractor, and then I moved into adjunct professor teaching for community colleges. And then basically, I now work as a software engineer. So I've kind of moved through different careers. Yeah, I just counted six industries. Six industries. <laughs> Y'all know why I want her on this podcast. Six industries. Pretty amazing. Definitely. Thank you. <laughs> Definitely maneuvering through those different industries and positions and just being able to live up to your full potential when you know you have aspirations to uh, move forward. And through my journey, I really always wanted to help others. So along the way, I'm mentoring, coaching, I'm doing everything I can to help pull others like me up through the ranks. And so I would say the story started there, you know, with all of that and, and, and the issues that a lot of people actually experience themselves. So for me, it was like, my biggest thing when I actually met Nicole was just really being able to talk intimately with other people like myself, seeking to find out how we can move through the trajectory to a, like a senior management role. I've been in the middle management area for a long time, at a tenure, I feel like, and how do you move through that next level? And I think a lot of people like me don't understand what it takes to make that change, that career pivot. And so I actually founded a nonprofit around that called Cyberbytes Lead Execs. And it really focuses on helping, you know, people like myself, you know, transitioning from other careers. I would say military transitioning, families, you know, that are having to transition with a loved one everywhere, right? And so I want to help them figure out how to move and learn what skills you need so that you learn those skills sooner so that will allow you to move up in a more timely manner, if that could be said. And so my story just is the fact that I've done a lot, as Nicole mentioned, and I feel like I'm not really being seen or valued for what I have. 
you know, all the experiences and challenges that I, you know, have along the way should be enough to be able to push myself and propel myself to the next level. And apparently it's not. That is just dear to my heart about <laughs> how do we really effectively, especially women, we're paid lower than our male candidates like ourselves mm-hmm. and, you know, peers. And so we need to figure out how to level that playing field. So bonding together around Grace Hopper was my first step towards meeting others like myself that we could really connect, really extend your network. That's very important. I also learned speaking to some senior executives that where I want to go, I've learned that it is really about your network and who you have. You really have to be seen, build your credibility. You have to really let someone in your life and let them know what you want to do and what your dreams and aspirations are, right? And so once you let them know that, then they can advocate for you effectively and they can mentor you along the way to help you figure out what you need to do. They can also sponsor you and sponsoring is different from mentor. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Hammer that. Hammer it. Okay. Mentoring just really means they're there. <laughs> They've been where you've been. They walk that walk. And they can help you along that way, right? Give you all the, the advice you need, telling you where the resources are, you know, make those connections, right? That's mentoring. But sponsoring is different. Sponsoring is mentoring on fire. <laughs> it, ah, yes! <laughs> yes, mentoring on fire! <laughs> yes! Definitely. <laughs> So it's definitely mentoring on fire. So I would say that it is really about them knowing you because they have to know you in order to sponsor you, right? So they have to uh, know your work. You got to share all the events, all the things that you're going through so they can see how you're doing and your progress. And then if they feel you're ready, then they can now, when you're not in a room, they can put you up for different opportunities and positions and stretch assignments that will allow you to progress up. Right. And And that is the secret. And you hit on such an important aspect, which is being super clear about what you want, because like you said, a sponsor brings your name up when you are not in the room. But they can only do that if they know where you're going as well. You've got to be hyper clear. I am headed into senior management and I am looking for every opportunity to step into senior management. And then they can advocate for you as a sponsor when you are not around. Definitely. I mean, yeah. They see your worth and they're like, yes, that would be a perfect spot for them to be able to be seen and be able to get the experience needed to help you build that, you know, resume that you need to get yourself up to the level that you don't even know what's there, right? You don't even know what's required sometimes. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. They can fill those missing gaps that you don't know, that, that knowledge gap that you don't have. And they'll be able to help fill that. And that's what sponsors them. So I really do yeah. know that they're different. And I would say you need a mixture of sponsors mm-hmm. and mentors 
on your personal board of directors, you know, um, select key people that will help you in your journey. Mm -hmm. But it all starts with a vision because you have to be clear about what you want, where you want to go, your purpose, milestones and steps to help you get there, and action items to help you get there. And you need to have a timeline because that's very important. Because how can you effectively move to a different level if you don't have a timeline? You don't have something to gauge yourself, to measure yourself by so that you can get there. And now everybody knows 1 million percent why I had to have you on this podcast. (laughs) 100%. I was like, Marche, never seen her before. She has to be on the podcast. Right? Yeah. So... There is, I I just, I have to add in a little bit of your magic. Okay. So we nailed that single mom, military background, 10 years, moved around a lot, did education, services, et cetera. And then I believe you were around 40 years old when you came to be a software developer, right? Yes. I did. I yeah. that career pivot at 40. Definitely. At 40. All right, y'all. So you 30-year-olds who are calling me saying I'm too old to get into tech, take a seat. <laughs> it's possible. Anything's possible, I believe. So put your mind Absolutely. To it. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. And you're 100% correct. It is hard to be a woman. This is a podcast, so I'm going to add that I am a white woman and you are a black woman. And you are so clear about the realities and the obstacles. You don't play. You know that there's all kinds of nonsense that we put up with, plus for you and for people with your identity. And then you're still clear. You still ask. You still kill your assignments with excellence and you're giving back to other people. Definitely. It's important. Leading from the front to be able to mm-hmm. lead from the heart, encourage others to act, and then model the way. I really do believe those exemplary key leadership practices are very important for me. Mm-hmm. And the reason I'm kind of in this spot today is because I'm going to be speaking tomorrow at the Texas Cyber Summit. So (laughs) it's definitely a wonderful position to be able to be a person of color, to be able to be in tech, and to be able to say that I can um, be a key leader to help others get in the the position, you know, get into the career space. Yeah, because the reality, and I know I say this every time I talk, but the reality is, is tech has a lot more potential. Our solutions, our products, our industry, the impact we make, and we are holding it back by letting one unique, and let's be real, global minority identity. A white man is actually the minority identity in the world, right? Make the majority of the decisions. And just you showing up, me showing up, we bring a variety of experiences that are unique to us as human, that are special to our full identities, 
and that make our solutions better, make our industry better. Tech needs us. Let's be real. Very true. I mean, it's definitely the world is composed of everyone, right? A whole diverse population of people from different backgrounds, yeah. cultures, experiences. So yeah. why would our decision makers be only held to one race, as you would say, one specific yeah. race, male, white male, right? Yeah. They're driving it. So we need to add the diversity so that we can make sure we advocate for everyone else that's out here in the world. So we got to do our part exactly. and we got to want to be there. So we yeah. got to get there. Yeah. And turn around and put our hand up and lift others up. Definitely. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so gorgeous. That's so gorgeous. (sighs) So one thing that I really respect about how you've, I've seen you communicate is the confidence you show up in and the clarity. So the very first time you spoke, you shared with all of us, I mean, this was a large group call and you were like, so I pivoted at 40 and I'm headed into senior leadership. And I was like, I'm sorry, who is this woman? So clear and in just such confidence. What do you think it is that supports you in having that energy and bringing that clarity out? That's a very good question. And I think I've been asked that a few times in different ways. But the biggest thing for me is knowing who I am. And then knowing what I can do. Because if you don't believe in yourself first, how do you expect others to believe in you, right? And then once you are solidly planted in what you believe about yourself and your truth, then nothing can stand in your way. I build a suit of armor around myself so that, you know, all that negativity bounces off. Because they don't know where I'm going. They don't know me truly. So how do they know Mm. I can't get there? And then let me prove them wrong. So you have to take those types of uh, mindsets to help move yourself, transform yourself through. And I think helping others has been really a big thing in helping me solidify myself. Because with me being able to see that I can help others, I can inspire others, I can motivate others. And they are all like, yes, girl, you're on the track. I'm behind you 100%. And when you feel like you have people in your corner, you can do anything. And that's how I am. Mm. Oh, man. As you, oh, we need to let that settle for just a couple seconds. That's just, that is a settle. Woo. As you were talking this, sentence that I heard recently, I believe in a school situation. So my kids are still in elementary school. Somebody said something along the lines of stop asking for directions from people who don't know where you want to go and have never been to where you're going. Correct. hundred percent. That's it. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Mm, yeah, so many people are like, they don't even understand where I'm going. I want to be a CISO. I want to be a chief information security officer. Probably the first black one I have no idea in my space, right? And yeah. so I'm going into critical infrastructure. 
if there are some, I'll be the next one. Therefore, you know, I know I can get there. I believe in my talent. You know, the rest of it is just learning, filling in the gaps, taking the test, and then letting people see that you can do it so that you they can open the door, right? And if they don't open the door for me, think outside the box and find another way in. That's what I believe firmly. Yeah. <laughs> I I have tears and I my voice is probably going to be really weak because I am just so you know, one of the big one of the big moments in my life, I was in elementary school in a rundown school in Appalachia and this woman came back and she, I don't remember much of what she said, but I remember that she said she had gone to school there. She had a Southern Ohio accent and she had some sort of global career. And I was like, whoa, whoa, I could do that. Maybe I could do that. And one of the things that I often say to my clients and to other women in tech is I say, you know, us existing is so important because we show others what's possible. Like if we don't see it, we can't believe it. But what you just said, what you just said is an extension of that is it is beyond that. You just said, I don't need to see it because I know it for me. You knowing it for you is enough for it to be the truth you're working towards. Definitely, 100%. <laughs> Holy moly. Mm-hmm. Wow. The world's just catching up to it. I, I know the I world is just catching up to it. Shut the door. I am the world. We are catching up to Marche. That is correct. Definitely. And oh. everybody can be like that. And everybody can be. I already know that this conversation, just like the last conversation we had, this conversation is going to be a moment in my life. And I know this is a moment for our listeners. The world, the world is catching up. That's right. Oh, oh my goodness. So I have to ask, who is your brave role model? Because this person is someone we all need to know. Because this is somebody who is like instilled with you this confidence that we are all learning from. Who is your brave role model? I'd say it changes over time because I yeah. I change. But right now, the biggest brave role model I have is my father. He believes in me. He champions me. And he acts as my cheerleader if I need one. He acts as my mentor if I need one. If I just need to bounce an idea off of him, he'll listen. Even if he doesn't know tech, he listens. And so having that person in your corner is definitely somebody that will help you get where you got to go. Mm. Oh, that is beautiful. I want to send him a thank you note. This is the power of believing in one other person fully and completely is that they go into the world as an example and let the world catch up with you. Yes, but I would like to say that just for your audience and others like myself, 
I grew up in a single parent household, so I did not grow up with my father. He was mm. around, back and forth. Didn't really know him. It was the ideology of being my father. But our relationship really grew when I went to the military. And he started being there. Whenever I called, he was there. And he's been there for all my children's births, all my, you know, big celebrations. And he's there if I call at 2 o'clock in the morning. So from that, we developed a relationship. And I say he's my best inspiration yet. So you can grow a relationship even if it didn't start that way. Yeah, you can. Thank you for enriching that for us. That's, yeah, that's. I grew up in a single mom home as well. Unfortunately, my father has not grown the way your father has, sadly. But there are adults in my life who did not play positive roles as a child, who've made a conscious choice to grow and to ask for forgiveness and choose to have contact according to what works for me, what is appropriate for where we are as humans. That's beautiful. Hmm. I have a bonus question that I'm inspired to do. So bonus question. <laughs> How do you see, because one of the things that's obviously happening is you are moving through the world and you are lifting others up. I saw it in action the first time I saw you. You founded a nonprofit. What is something that you would like to see more women in tech actively do so that tech itself becomes more inclusive, our industry, the decision rooms. And then I think I'm going to ask you what white men can do better, like one thing that they could do. I would say women in tech, I could see us being more visible, going into the schools, working on the generational uphold to make sure that we have more women like ourselves in the field. We also need to see more of them on boards, in the boardroom, to help affect key decision making. And, you know, in the community. So I think more involvement and, and engagement overall is where I can see, because we're on the job and we're in our position, but we don't get to see them. And so, it, as you stated before, it does help to be able to see others like ourselves for those that need to have a, a role model to look at to get there, right? To see that it's, a, it's possible. So we need more women around that. Being more visible, showing up in visibility. That's helpful. That's helpful. And then would you like to answer the second part? The second part, I would like them to be leaders first, because I think if you build your, you build your palette by helping others, it in fact helps you grow exponentially. So by helping others, you empower yourself to move up because you are building an audience behind yourself. And when you see that you're helping people and affecting change, it grows you and it matures you. So I want to see more of them. That's why I created the program is being able to 
you know, help the generation behind them, help the class behind them, help other women instead of staying on their level and help maybe helping just the women on their level. Look behind you in some levels and help find those women out there that are like burning desire to move up and help them move up because we're not trying to take over your position because you can move up too, right? Yes. (laughs) It's a domino effect. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like that push up domino effect. Instead of the dominoes falling down, it's like the exact opposite. They get pushed up. Yes. That's how I. Oh, wow. So how can people follow you and continue to benefit from your wisdom? I would say they can follow me on LinkedIn. So my LinkedIn is cyberbyteleadexec.org. That's our website, cyberbyteleads.org. And then my LinkedIn is just my personal LinkedIn has a community page. It's a, a, attached yeah. to it. So you'll find it by looking me up. So both places, I am on the community LinkedIn and also my personal, and then I'm also on the website uh, for cyberbyteleadexec.org, and then I'm also on uh, Twitter. Twitter. Okay. (laughs) I just left Twitter. I'm still getting with those times. (laughs) And that's Bryant Marche. Bryant Marche. Okay. At Bryant Marche. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Awesome. Well, I so definitely keep engaged. <laughs> keep, yeah, definitely. I'll keep engaged, keep engaged and borrow from this episode. Like let the world catch up with you. Definitely. I will link this to my website so we can pull both, both audiences and they can definitely uh, see the see the podcast and or listen to it and then also be able to see the other, the wonderful things that we're doing in the community mm-hmm. and I hope you to join as a sponsor as a um, speaker or uh, as a cohort member we look forward to seeing you in the future awesome awesome Y'all go check that out. I know we have a lot of senior women listen to this and we have some fantastic male allies. I see you and I'll see you there. Well, Marche, I am so grateful for your time. I'm so grateful for your generosity. I know this is a busy week. You're speaking and I just really appreciate it. Thank you for your time. I appreciate your audience and them listening to our story. And I hope I can impact others to motivate them and inspire them to live up to their full potential. That's all we want. Well, that is not a question. I know this is a this is a powerful episode. That is not a question. So we're making bigger goals. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much. Hey, before you go, a bonus and an update. So right before this podcast was scheduled to go live, Marche sent over a little note. And we are celebrating her. She has accepted her new executive position in cybersecurity. Marche, we are celebrating you and so grateful you gave this update to us. Look, Marche 
is a living role model for the belief, for believing and then letting the world catch up to you. She shows us how clarity is clear, hyper-specific. Why sharing that clarity, that goal with others is absolutely mandatory to achieving your goal. She shows us with her momentum, her speaking engagements, her performance, her eagerness to learn, and her willingness to feel all the fields leads to the accountability that serves her and her clear goal. She's a living role model of why building your brave is the key to the results you actually want, to becoming who you actually want to be. Marche, we celebrate you. And till next week, brave it up. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Celebrate Brave podcast. If you're ready to build your brave, to live a life you love and create a career that matters to you, reach out. Together, we can spend time one-on-one to explore how I can help you. And until then, share this episode with people in your life, people who can join our movement to redefine brave, how we identify it, experience it, and celebrate it.